And Perez is my first name. And my name is Eric Perez. Eric is my first name. And thank you for joining us on this episode of Foolish Samurai Podcast, alternately known as the podcast of Unspeakable Evil. We are your hosts, and welcome, Perez. Hey, Eric. How are you? I'm doing all right. How about you? Good. Are you ready for the eighth episode of season five? The 60th overall episode of Samurai Jack. So it's kind of like a milestone in its own way. 60th episode. Yeah. That means we're uh, two away after this from the epic finale of our entire podcast. And you'll never have to hear our voices again. Uh, Oh, well, epic finale as far as like the show. (laughs) As far as this show. I think we're going to do like, what, an episode after that too? Yeah. So, yeah. But welcome back again. Uh, So we'll be talking about, of course, this episode of... Uh, season five of Samurai Jack. Right. Um, but before before we get to that, Perez, how are you? I'm doing well, Eric. I'm doing okay. You know, it's a uh, coldish Chicago day. Coldish. It's uh, it's not too too crazy out there. Um, I've, it's been snowing the last couple of days. It's kind of like this, like kind of yeah. like easy snow, like yeah. fresh snow. Yeah. Um, but I got to catch up on some Star Wars graphic novels that I mentioned. I picked up a couple episodes ago. Ooh. One of them, uh, Star Wars uh, Book Five, Yoda's Secret War. Very cool story. Uh, Luke kind of reads a story about Yoda in Obi Wan's diary, and um, and Luke himself is going through like this whole scenario if he should save his friend or not um or just let the fate decide so this kind of helps him right. through that choice uh and also the annual is collected in here and it and it's uh very cool um which annual was it just the regular second annual the, the star wars annual yeah star okay. wars annual uh it's a, it was the second one and uh it introduced a very cool character that i hope i get to see more of but jason aaron writes the Star Wars comic book. I think he just ended up giving the, giving it to someone else. I forgot who. But someone else has picked it up and someone else was kind of excited about too. So, Which I'm going to do a special shout out to Jason Aaron because he does a lot. Yeah, because he also for, does Thor, which is one of my favorite right. Marvel books right now. And they're now. very quality. They're like, yeah. like, there's not like a... I don't think he's... Um, there's like a bad line he's on, he's on right now or something. He, uh, I don't know if he still does Thanos. He might still do Thanos. But I think he was doing Thanos. I might be wrong with that. But because um, it was on the same time that I was reading Thor. But uh, but yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, speaking of that, which I got to meet Jason Aaron last year at C2E2. And C2E2 tickets actually went on sale today. So I'm excited to go back to C2E2 this oh, year. Oh, still in April? In April. Okay. And hopefully Eric can come with me. That'd be cool. Yeah, you just told me about this right now. Yeah, and then we can <laughs> go ahead and, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, get our geek on over there. You know, maybe do some cosplaying. Some cosplay? Yeah. I actually wanted to do cosplay. Actually, I was thinking about it, too. Um, uh, I, I had talked about this character before, Dr. Afra, And uh, while I don't look much like a petite, dark-haired young lady, um, Victoria Alejandra does of Victoria Alejandro Micro Studio, she does so I think I kind of convinced compl- her are you going to convince her? I think I kind of convinced her to cosplay as her but then what would I be and uh, there's a Wookiee bounty hunter that she owes money to um, and his name is Black Kersentan and I think that, that I wouldn't mind cosplaying as that character okay so that'd be cool <laughs> yeah I was thinking of cosplaying Jabba 
No, no. That'd be cool. Uh, I was thinking about if I was going to do that. Uncomfortable. Uh, my first cosplay, because I never cosplayed before, but I was wanting to do Paul Dameron. Yeah. Oh, that, oh, yeah, that's right. You mentioned that. Yeah, I mentioned I think I talked to you about yeah. this. Uh, I kind of looked into it, but uh, other things are on my mind right now. So before we get to that, but this you might did, be a good You did cosplay, though. Where once. That's Charmander. Charmander? Oh, my, like, Halloween costume? <laughs> yeah. Like, when I was, like, five or yeah. seven or whatever? Exactly. Oh, jeez. That was your cosplay. That was my cosplay. Those are, yeah. I guess, I don't know. I, I'm in cosplaying, like, I guess, <laughs> besides Halloween costumes. No, I get it. Um, gosh. <laughs> Charmander. How do you, I told you about this? Yeah, you That's talked funny. about it on the podcast. Oh, actually. I did? Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of things I don't talk about. Eric, I don't uh, Eric has a very hard time remembering things that he talks about on the podcast. And a um, fan of the podcast, Manny, does a good job of bringing up oh, gosh. certain things to Eric. But um, He brought up yeah. a lot of stuff that I said, and I'm like, What? I've never said that. Yeah. And then he brings it up, and he, I guess I did say it. Yep. Um, no, but as for me, um, kind of chill still. Uh, I am actually reading a book. Uh, I've never read it before, but um, I kind of want to start, like, kind of like in this kind of science fiction fantasy kind of thing, but I'm reading Ender's Game. Cool. Uh, on my Kindle. Yeah. Um, I've got a Kindle, too, as well. Kindle is really cool. I nice. Like, I like that. I do still like the physical hard copy of a book, yeah. but the Kindle like, makes it, like, a lot easier. Right. I wish there was a way to make the Kindle, like almost like a book yeah besides it being a book <laughs> sure might as well just get a book like like the idea of a book yeah if like if it was like a little bigger or thicker or something like that but it would defeat the purpose then of getting like something like that it's funny you should mention books because um victoria alejandra she recently got um harry potter and the sorcerer's stone on hardcover oh i saw this bookstore it's like on your uh desk it's on the coffee table right now and i haven't opened it up but i might actually give it a run it looks like a quick read you know so i might be able to get through it on the ne- these next couple of days off. You should. And I think that'd be, a, that'd be a fun thing to maybe do. you never read start. the books? Never read the books. Never read the books? No, I was a little bit older okay. when they came out. Yeah. Just wasn't your style? Wasn't my estilo. Tiss, tiss, tiss. Nah. But yeah, so I'm reading the Ender's Game. It's good so far. I enjoyed it. It's kind of a... It's really weird. It's really crazy because it's based on like a science. It's one of those classic like novels, especially like in when it came out. Science fiction as well. Yeah. Um, what else am I doing? Uh, well, the Super Bowl is going to be in a couple of weeks. We have the two teams oh, that are going snap. there. Do you uh, have an idea? Patriots. Of, yeah, I'm pretty sure the Patriots um, are going to win. <laughs> which is actually funny because um, there was one thing that I did, uh, like when the Patriots, all the games that they've like played in the Super Bowl, yeah. they've always been close. Yeah. They've never been really like um, where Patriots ever blew out like sure. the other team. Which is kind of like, oh okay, yeah, cool. So we might have a good game in this com- coming with between Patriots and the Philadelphia Eagles. Hopefully. Um, I, I do think the, the Patriots still win. I think the, thing the Patriots is very, 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 very good. Did uh, the Patriots beat the Eagles once already? In what, Super Bowl? Yeah, I think Yeah, they did. Yeah. Yeah, that play. Well, that was with uh, Donovan McNabb, 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 the McNabb era. Yeah. Um, was T.O. on that team also? That I'm not sure. I can't remember. Probably was. Um... I don't know if Randy Moss was on the Patriots in that time as well. I don't think so. I think he was with the Vikings still. Yeah, it was still with the Vikings? But, but yeah, I, I think the Patriots are going to win. I, I really wanted the Jaguars to beat the Patriots, mm-hmm. but that didn't happen. That didn't happen. No. Because Jaguars are any... So one thing I, well, I just want to mention, <laughs> just in case of like the Eagles are listening to this, yeah. uh, don't pay, play to, what is it, uh, run the clock out. Yeah, don't play to win. Especially against the Patriots. Play to win. Yeah, play to win. You know why? Because that's what the Jaguar- Jacksonville Jaguars did. And guess what happened? They, they lost. lost. 
That's what the Lance and Falcons did back in Super Bowl 52, whatever it was. Right. Guess what happened? Lost. They lost. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, don't let them run the clock. You got to be aggressive. Oh, I'm a, that's, that's Eric Perez's free advice of the day. Let's see. That's your football advice. Unsolicited, uh, what is it? Armchair uh, NFL <laughs> viewer, watcher, advice of the day. Exactly. Where I have no idea what I'm talking about. But, you but, know, we're fans of the game, so we have our, uh, we're entitled to our own opinions. Exactly. Damn it. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying that I can manage an NFL, you know, <laughs> team yeah. better. No, I'm just kidding. no, I can't for sure. No, I'm I'm getting like they're professionals. They know a lot more, but yeah. it just seems like it's a little foolish to uh, fool. <laughs> to we gotta drop a fool line, of course. Yeah. Uh, it's a little foolish to uh, you know play to like run out the clock when you have the lead, like you know a, a touchdown lead exactly. against the Patriots or something like that. But yeah. especially the Patriots when you have uh, you know Darth Vader um, and Emperor Palpatine. Emperor Palpatine on the sidelines. On oh, the sidelines right there. You know, was it controlling the game. To uh, Bill Belichick, of course. And then uh, Darth Vader, you know, just chucking these uh, footballs across. Yeah. Playmaker here. Play caller. <laughs> um, He's the GOAT. Man. He is the GOAT. Oh, yeah. I, th- I think he is. He's, the goat. he's like, what, not 40 now? 40 years old. Gosh. And he still can, like, probably do, like, another For two 40 seasons. years old you reach, look as good you will not. <laughs> Uh, and he's still like you know, being real oppressive, yeah. um, and especially like on the field. Uh, baseball season's coming back soon, it so is. I'm glad for that. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited for basketball season, which is going on right now. Bulls yeah. are looking nice. I'm excited for next year. Bulls had a really good game against um, Golden State. Yeah, they lost it, but it was still a good, really good. game. I mean, like they came close. Like, yeah. At the half, they were up by like two or three points or something like that. Yeah, and they, yeah. They, I mean, of course they lost, but again, it was still like it was a game to like. The best team in the NBA, so right, and so and that was really team, good. So it was good. Um, was yeah, I mean, what is it besides sports? I think it's, sports ball. I, th- <laughs> I think it's time to uh, yeah, let's tackle episode eight of season five of Samurai Jack. All right, so what do we start off with? We start with this um spaceship VHS kind of thing floating through. The atmosphere. VHS. <laughs> and it's kind of floating around there. I don't think there's any, like, propulsion going, but there's a, it comes across, like, an asteroid field, and a couple small asteroids nail into it and just kind of crash. And, Dink it in there. Yeah. But a bigger one comes, and it knocks it, and it knocks it kind of off course, and it's just kind of flying, floating through space. Then you see Earth in the distance, then it gets closer and closer, and this thing just kind of falls through Earth's atmosphere, and it flies right through, and it just kind of lands. And then um, after that, we cut to Jack and Ashi in like this marketplace. Yeah, it's like a marketplace, like a yeah. oh gosh, what's it? Um, in a marketplace. Yeah, no, yeah. I like the name, a bazaar. They like bazaar. For bazaar. Sure. Um, and and they, they get food. Yeah, they're hungry. They decide to eat. Um, and Mur Jack at this point is looking like his original self in his gi and freshly shaven. Uh, and then um, Ashi doesn't want any of the food, and Jack picks like this slug kind of thing that's supposed to be a a delicacy and he eats it and his face turns into like this fish mm-hmm. creature um <laughs> and jack is like kind of like uh unaware yeah he's unaware about this <clears throat> he just feels weird and that's and, it and uh the vendor actually is uh billy west he's the <laughs> walrus merchant so it's cool to see again um the, the, a friend of the of the uh of the show and a friend of phil lamar's from his uh, Futurama days come yeah, back, exactly. but this time doing a Zoidberg style, <laughs> which was very cool. Woo, 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 woo. Yeah, um, but uh, but then they they kind of climb onto this transport, 
So yeah, they come into the transport. Basically, it's a camel. Yeah. So like, um, and Jack still looks like a fish, and he's, he's not still feeling good. The fish head. Yeah. And it's this huge camel um, yeah. that has like a little like um, I guess like a bus yeah. like on his uh, back, the camel's back. So they go into the Jack still saying like it's about like a how tram thing. yeah he still like feels a little weird, um, but then like it he disappears. Burps. Yeah, he burps and it disappears. Yeah. And Ashley's just kind of like yeah, it might be something we need. <laughs> Uh, but she never really tells him, and so he burps and he goes back to like his normal phase. So we never—it's not really like a bad thing or anything like that. It looks like right. it was just a, a symptom, like a mild symptom. And so they get inside, and then event. Uh, we also notice a lot of these green tigers. It's like tiger warriors. These tiger like warriors, but they're like got like little suits on or so. And each suit has a different letter. On yeah. It. yeah, and it's really kind of cool. Um, but like, and they pack in. And they pack in. So Jack and Ashi are like are in the middle of this kind of like. I don't know. It looks like a train, really. Like yeah. you know, like a like a train car. Like a train car, because the thing is that there's no seats, and it's all like these poles. Right. So it looks like um as if like if you were on a CTA or like a any of those kind of trains, like those yeah, uh, public, like trans- public transportation. Yeah, those ones where it just has the poles and you just hang onto it yeah. or so, and then but you're just all standing with like no seats, uh like in the middle of the aisle. And they're trying to grab the pole, um, Ashi and Jack, but they just kind of like their hands keep touching awkwardly, and then they just get kind of uncomfortable and shy yeah. with each other and as that happens. Basically, like this uh, attraction tension comes yeah. out where like now, um, you can tell they probably like might like each other or so. At least like we can offer like Jack. Jack has like a very uncomfortable. This is like, kind of like the his awkward laugh. The awkward laugh. The, like, uh, the stream of light hits Ashi and he looks at her. Right, and then the uh, the the staring. So like they'll look right. at each other and then like kind of look away. They look at each other again. They look away. Um. So again, like we have like kind of like this like tension now arising from uh, Jack and Ashi. Yeah. So, uh, hint hint, right? Yeah. <laughs> but um, eventually though, Jack gets a t- like is uh paying attention to kind of like these letters that are on these like tigers. Right. Uh, on their chests. And they all spell out like die or death. death, and then we get like a zoom out view of death right. to death. Uh, no, die samurai Jack. Yeah. And Jack knows something is up. Oops. Yeah, and then Jack just goes ahead and, and he's. I think he, he warns Ashi. He's like, oh, get ready. Um, I feel like we're being watched mm-hmm. or something like that. We're being watched. And, and they so... fight through and they're fighting together um, against these like tiger warriors in these confined spaces. And then throughout the fight, though, like. Like they'll touch each other's hands. Yeah, <laughs> they touch. They're very like and they'll uh, get really shy about. They're it. very shy. It's really funny how like yeah. if uh, or they look into each other's eyes. Yeah, and then like, but they're still fighting. They yeah. do it really well, and so they um, keep everything up. Ashi like will flip over Jack or so, or uh, she would use like Jack's body to like kind of like shimmy right around yeah. to like knock someone out. Jack would do the same thing, or Jack would like kind of like hold tight onto Ashi, and so and you can tell like again like they are noticing or they're feeling or they're aware of these touches these right. physical contact between each other eventually though like they have they kind of like beat them until eventually they i think they <laughs> touch a little too much or they right. feel like they touch a little too much and then jack says like we should get out of here yeah, and actually just, just like agrees and so they they agree jack uses a sword to break uh the window they jump out and then the tigers are still following them Jack and Ashi are running along the camel's like long neck right. to like the top where there's like the guy who's a, the conductor or because the driver of this yeah. camel, he just like knocks him out or not doesn't knock him out but he takes take, takes the the reins the reins away, and they eventually get to like the mouth of the, the camel and then just jump off so like they swing kind of swing down to the desert yeah ground. to the desert ground and then like basically they escaped and when we were talking about like how this is a huge camel this is a huge camel like yeah. if you jump out of it I think you'll die right for sure. 
Um, so they just kind of like swing down. And, and she's stuff. like hanging onto his back during all this. Mm-hmm. And then they're happy that they escaped. Right. But they have this kind of like weird like, like kind of like, oh, yeah, you're on, my, you're on me. And so she just kind of like slides off and then they just walk. Um, and they're walking through the desert. They're wandering the desert. Yeah. So they walk again. Like, so that's like a little nice breaker segue into like the next like transition. Yeah, they but reach like this oasis. This oasis, a little lagoon or something. But basically it's like just kind of rest. Water. They rest. Ashi is kind of like, uh, they both grab water. Um, and Jack does something to complete his, uh, his original outfit. He brings back a last one past the basket, the basket hat. And so he, yeah, he weaves over a basket. It's red this time though. It's red. So yeah. it's not a, so I like that, that it's not always a, the orange color. You know, it's actually, it has like some, uh, color character to it. Yeah. It's a different color. So he makes a basket head, he puts it on, and then uh, Ashi is just like, oh, it looks good on you. And then right. she, he's like, cool, because I made one for you, too. Yeah. And so Ashi is like, you know, happy that she he, she got one, too. And right. so they both have, like, matching basket heads. Yeah. And um, they, again, like, they wander off, um, but they get caught in a sandstorm. Crazy sandstorm, and those hats are very short-lived because they get blown away right. pretty quickly. But they need shelter, and then they find, like, this huge kind of it, what looks like a mountainside in the distance and they get closer to it but they can't really see too much because of the blowing wind and there's mm-hmm. a hole in it and they they kind of crawl inside and we see some technology inside it's, it it appears to be that VHS from space I guess this is where it landed right um, and they wander around and it's it's huge and there's a part where like Jack is going to climb down um, and he tells Ashi to be careful, but she quickly parkours and she actually gets yeah. <laughs> there, like before him. Um, and they find what looks like a glass cell broken. Mm-hmm. It's not too big, but it's, it's, it's living it, quarters, but yeah. it's big enough. And it's on top. So right. again, like basically, like we see the cell like on top, and then Jack notices the cell like on the bottom. So it's just like it still looks like some sort of like confinement or like basically sure. a prison. Yeah. Um, and we get kind of like that sense, in which case, um, yeah, like it's a prison. And so they kind of like still like explore. They're still walking through. But that's when Ashi immediately um, gets like hit with like this like, kind of parasite bug thing. The slug thing. A slug yeah. thing. In which case Jack uh, kills it with a sword. Right. And um, it notices like the, the, the bug parasite thing is like dead. Or it's kind of like. And then um, Ashi is kind of like noticing that the green. So it's like green like what is it venom. Right. As you can see. It's kind of spreading. So Jack like immediately goes into kind of like. Uh, Medicaid, I guess, like medical care. <laughs> yeah, it just like sucks the poison out. Yeah, it sucks the poison out of like what we see like with cobras or like the. Uh, yeah, we do with snake bites. The snake bite or snake bites. bites. Yeah, what you do with snake bites, you suck the poison out and then you spit it out. Yeah. And so he does that with uh, Ashi, and her leg. Uh, gets eventually gets it all out. And they hear some crazy screeching. Right, and so they're like they think like okay we gotta get out of here. And yeah. So they agree, and so they try to get out. Um, but it looks like the way the got in, it's gone. Right. Or so like there's like everything yeah, is shut. completely closed. Now. Yeah, and so they're like wondering what's going on. And Ashi, this is like, kind of like a real time line, but like Ashi was just like, I'm sorry, I thought this was the way we came in. And so uh, Jack was like, No, no, it's okay. I thought so too. Like yeah. kind of like that. Uh, kind of so like kind of understanding. Yeah, the, yeah, kind of understanding, but it's really cute because yeah. like it's just like, No, 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 it's like your fault. You know, like hey, I thought so too. But then like they're getting chased or they're right. they're getting, <laughs> getting they're chased by, by some creature. Yeah, exactly. And so um, it gets to like a point where now then. Um, they're like kind of like finding other places, and so this kind of like this uh I guess like prison thing is huge. Like yeah, well like, they find these lad- this ladder and they climb up and it just opens up into this huge area. Right, it's yeah. like huge. Kind area. of say the Death Star. Um, they have like a lot of like weird like uh, structures I yeah. guess within this, and it's like very open. 
eventually they get to like um a certain like platform or like where they're able to like see like into like a dark space right and then this is when the monster appears yeah and a monster as in like the slugs so like these slugs like or there's like many of them and they start kind of like forming, forming into like a, a huge up an ultra monster so yeah. And it just kind of like comes out and just start like spitting out the uh, these like slugs at at uh, Jack and Ashi. Jack Jack's uses like slicing sword. them. Ashi picks up these this glass like shards and she starts she using fell. them like yeah, uh, as she fell. Right. She actually fell down. And she starts using them as like ninja stars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then uh, they decide like they have to leave because the beast keeps like regenerating and spitting at them, and they just run, run, run. And they reach like the set of lights, and a, a robot voice just uh, says like something about a scan mm-hmm. happening, and um, the scan recognizes them as not prisoners, and they enter like this sick arsenal, and you just see a bunch of guns everywhere, uh, and at that point there's like a little hologram, I guess, of the, of the, of the slug like beast. So like the armory that we were in. Yeah, and then, but in the armory, there's like a hologram. Yeah, the hologram, and it explains basically about the weapon, or explains explains about what's going on. It's like Prisoner ninety two or something. Prison, yeah, yeah. Um, Lazarus. 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 Uh, which 92. is which is kind of I don't know what Lazarus means exactly, but it has a lot to do with like rejuvenation. Right, rejuvenation. Basically, yeah. the monsters are rejuvenate rejuvenating. Um, there's like an endless to it of the slug, so like there's no like a stoppage to it. Yeah. And uh, Jack, of course, is listening to this, and so the. The, this like tele, uh, hologram broadcast is just saying like, you know, uh, in order to destroy pr- uh, prisoner Lazarus ninety two, you have to use this weapon called X forty nine. X forty nine. Which whoa, that's a uh, what's it called? A shout out. Yeah right. Um, but you have to use this weapon, and then as like the the hologram was explaining how to use the weapon, um, Ashi I guess like shoots a gun like, and then that distracts Jack. Right. And Ashi's like sorry. And then Jack just like looks back at the hologram, and then the, that's how you. And then the hologram's just like, "This is how you destroy it. Thank you." And then okay, bye, <laughs> bye. See you later. And then the the weapon <laughs> pops out, and Jack's like, "No, wait, how do you destroy it? How do you destroy it?" Yeah, so, he, he needs to find a certain combination, but he totally missed that part. Right, and so the weapon just like comes out, and it's kind of like this, like like a Roomba disc, yeah, or like a Roomba, like those uh oh the Roombas, the Roombas, yeah, the ones that like uh those, vacuum, uh, for you. vacuum cleaner robots, yeah, the vacuum cleaner robots, it's yeah. like a circle, DJ Roomba, and so. He just grabs it and he's just like, uh oh. And Ashi, um, of course, like she was looking at all the weapons, like in that room, the armory, and she's just like, I am ready. Like, right. she's just basically like decked out with like huge, like a. She has a sick shield. What's it called? A, a great shield? Yeah. And then like a. This crazy, like, I don't know, double bladed like thing, weapon. Night weapon. And she's like, I'm ready. And so it's pretty yeah. cool. Jack's like, I'm ready too. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, the awkward, yeah. like, yeah, he's super awkward, yeah, because, like, uh, I guess he didn't want to admit that, like, he doesn't know what to do, right? <laughs> um, uh, so he, again, like, there's kind of like that awkwardness, and so Jack, but Jack doesn't want to admit that, yeah. And so, and the beast just kind of appears out of nowhere, and she's ready, and she's, um, and he's like, Oh, I need to figure out this weapon, so she offers to just kind of defend while he tries to figure it out, um, but Jack says no, and he just kind of runs in and starts fighting the beast, mm-hmm. you know. But it self-regenerates, and its powers are, are pretty crazy and unstoppable. And, um, and Ash- all Jack is really doing is just, like, tapping on it. Like, yeah. tapping it. Like, there's, like, I don't guess there's, like, no buttons or anything like that. It's just, like, he's just, like, like, you can just see him, like, just tapping on this Roomba thing. And he's trying to figure that out, but he just can't. But then Ashi gets attacked by a beast, and all of a sudden her clothes is kind of ripped off. So that makes it harder for Jack, because Jack's already awkward enough. 
And as we can tell from previous episodes in the entire series, Jack is pretty awkward around women right. already. So um, she's naked, and then uh, Ashi doesn't really understand why Jack's freaking out about this. <laughs> and then Jack like tries to under- try to explain how men and women have different parts, <laughs> but right. she just doesn't care about any of that. Uh, and then what was it? Jack offered the kimono to her. Yeah, the his, gi. His gi. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, now he's naked. And he's naked. Yeah. Uh, well, of course, with his trousers or whatever. Sure. But it was still just funny. And then like the thing is that this gi is like. Like pretty bigger. oversized. Yeah, it's pretty oversized yeah. for her, so it kind of like messes with her a little. Um, they, uh, they, yeah, they're, they're still kind of like following. Her. He's still fi- trying to figure out. So eventually, right. like, he gives it to Ashi to sh- see if she can figure it out. Yeah. And then Ashi couldn't figure it out. <laughs> so it just, it's just like this weird, like, awkward thing just going on. There's where so much going on, and then you got this slug beast. This like, slug in beast the is like this ugly slug beast that's Ugh. like. That's a pretty it's like a Dark Souls boss. It's like a pretty big prisoner too. I mean, yeah. obviously, if this it was prison in this like spaceship for like a long time. I think time. it's I think it's like insinuated that it was separated too. Like it was in yeah, prison it in was, separate areas. It was the uh, I think the most uh, aggressive prisoner or something, yeah. or the most uh, wanted prisoner or the dangerous prisoner. Yeah. And so, um, but yeah, eventually, like again, like Jack is just like defending Ashi. Ashi just couldn't figure it out. Like again, they're just tapping on this like Ruma thing. Right. <laughs> and so. Um, Eventually, like, I guess, like, uh, the Roomba gets back to Jack, and then Jack eventually, like, taps it a couple t- more times. Yeah. And, uh, or, kind of, like, I taps it, like, in a certain way, in which case, finally, the thing starts working. But they're getting engulfed. Yeah. It's, a uh, what is it? Slugs right now. Yeah, they're getting engulfed by the slugs, and then they get also shocked as well. Exactly. Because um, everybody, I guess, like, what it does is, like, it, uh, absor- like, does energy, or, like, electrical energy on everything. Yeah. Including, like, I guess, like, the... I guess the uh, non-prison life forms or so, or yeah. non-prisoner life forms, um, and they just get, every good thing gets electrocuted. Eventually, those slugs just like are dead. Um, Ashi and Jack and are just like roasted. Yeah, they're every yeah everything is roasted. Ashi and Jack are just like kind of like like no energy left. They barely just like survive that or so, and then and they get covered up. in muck. Yeah, they're covered in oh oh yeah, yeah. the green the green uh, is not nasty. Breathing heavy and but they're relieved though. Yeah, they're relieved. It's done. Yeah. There's no more like of this. Uh, what's it called? Lazarus, yeah. uh, ninety two, or whatever it's called. And um, so they get up, um, and they kind of like. So yeah, we're not the end of the episode. Uh, they kind of like, kind of like, just basically kind of like get a breather. Uh, they notice that they need like clothes, so they kind of like have like oh, this very weird separation. Right. Or uh, they're trying to start this like we'll figure something out. Yeah. Because they're still enclosed into the space though. Right. But um, so. Um, what does Ashley get? Ashley tries to go look for clothes, right? I think so. Something like that. Or, or armor or armor, or something like that. Yeah. And then Jack is looking for a way out. Yeah. And then, um, so they leave. They have, like, their, like, separation. Um, Jack was able to get outside, in which case he finds, like, a water. No, 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 no. Like, I think you're going way too far into the next episode. Because oh, right now, yeah, the only, okay. the only thing that happens in this episode is that they, all the creatures die... And then like that's Jack right, and yeah. That's right. This is like okay. the most important part of the whole episode. Huh? This is the most important part of the episode. And Jack and Ashi, they just turn to look at each other, and then they realize like they find comfort in each other, and they just embrace in this passionate kiss. To yeah. Dean Martin's "Everybody Loves Somebody." Yeah. And that's it. Whoops. That's the Do you want to go back? Episode. Do you want to go back and record this? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, re- I watched both of them at the same time, and I picked off like right after that. Yeah. So it just finished, yeah. So it finishes there at that scene. <laughs> yeah, um, they make out. <laughs> they make out, and that's it. That's the uh, that's the episode. <laughs> Whoops.
Did you uh, did you like the episode? I liked the episode a lot. Nice. Uh, I liked it. Uh, it was kind of, I guess, like the uh, the funny part of the episode. I felt like it was uh, probably the most. If I had to pick an episode so far, yeah, that was like, how do I say it? Not throwaway, but like uh, maybe like not the main part of the storyline. Right. This is actually one of them, I think. Really. Because, uh, it like it was basically like uh. Kind of like a regular Apple Samurai Jack from like the original se- original series, sure. where um, the only bit kind of build up is between Jack and Ashi. Yeah, I think but, that's such a huge part of the whole series. Though. Oh no, no, yeah, for sure, no. Yeah. But I mean, like the how how it happened, they just kind of like stumbled yeah. onto the kind of like, this really random prison that's not even like kind of like, created by Aku, I think. Right. Um, I don't know. It just, it just felt like kind of like that, like the side story. Okay. Um, but that helps develop that. So I do like that. Like yeah, yeah like it did help develop uh Jack and Ashi's like, uh, the I guess like the sexual tension between them. Right. Um, and just the romantic tension. Oh, the romantic, yeah, romantic tension with them. Yeah. Um, which is really great because again, like we never s- seen Jack have like a what's it called a companion right. or like a I guess like a. Uh, it's not since like Ikra in the really really early yeah, episode. and even and then though, was, like that, that was, was cool. Yeah, and that was cool. So again, yeah. like that must have meant like mental like damage to him, especially sure. like, trusting other people or trusting like companions and stuff like that. Though for sure. Yeah. Um, but I thought that no, yeah, like I said, like. I don't think I'm not saying that this was like a bad episode in general right. but I just thought like again like this is like kind of like the more like one of the most like side story uh, episodes of like the the series of the season so far no uh, yeah I, I guess so for sure even though like the this season does have continuity in every episode it has but I know what you mean yeah it's like it's like the I don't know how to say it, like the last Jedi or the force awakens or Star Wars movies where they have like that random like side story yeah that they have to like go out to this random planet or something and then come right. back like last jedi has that <laughs> sure uh which is really weird um part or anything like that yeah but, because like that alien ship or whatever with that alien inside has nothing to do with aku yeah it's nothing it's to do aku its own thing it's it's a it's a storytelling device to get these two characters closer exactly so right. um so again like using that kind of like thing but yeah. um there's also like oh, what's really funny about this episode that i like was that there's a lot of like uh these innuendos sure uh, the sword. Yeah, like, when he's whoa. in the when they're in the the tram car or whatever train car camel. Yeah, she's like when they're all tight together. Um, Ashi says, "Oh, something's poking me," and then Jack's like, "Oh, I'm sorry," and he moves the sword out of the way. Yeah, yeah. So it's very innuendo. Um, and then yeah, just like other stuff too as well. And then like I just, it's it's really cool. It's really nice. I guess like they're using the uh, Adult Swim like right. platform to actually be able to now tell these jokes or to be able to tell these kind of like uh, things. Like I still remember the dick joke. Yeah, that looked like a penis. Yeah. Um, but no, like I like I said, like I I enjoyed the fight scenes are and actually of course the the naked part and like oh, yeah, the Jack's naked reaction part. to that. Yeah, that's a in the window in itself. Just like just again, like how Jack is still pretty, uh, what's it called, awkward. Sure. Still, um, but also like again, like the fight scenes too were really cool. At least like with the. Uh, the tigers like i like the tigers a lot yeah the tiger warriors were really cool these like green tiger guys and i like really like their outfits even though it was just composed of like a sweater with letters on a it. different letter on it um i did like their their voice excuse me yeah. pardon me or something like that. they remind me of the uh damn i forgot what they're called the character the the race of cats in um skyrim and the morrowind games oh man or the elder scrolls, oh, the elder scrolls. Games. Man, I forgot what they're called. That's oh. crazy. Oh, but I know what you're talking about, though. I think Kashyyyk. Kashyyyk? Yeah. You, that's the planet. No, no, that's the planet. That's the Wookiee planet. <laughs> that's the Wookiee planet. <laughs> evil. When, when nerd things 
mixed blended. together. Yeah, blended. <laughs> when worlds collide. Uh, no, <laughs> Kashyyyk. No, uh, I don't know how you got that. Yeah. No, but uh, no, I like I like them as like a, a good like I guess bad guys or sure. minions or yeah. whatever. Uh, I did like the the real particular thing that I do like about this season a lot is they do employ use of text right as part of like the visual cue. Um, in which case, like we saw that with like the words, like when it says like death or die, yeah, like, uh, die samurai Jack, and then um, oh when uh there was like a cool like where I think Ashi like grabbed onto Jack's arms and then Jack like swung her, right, and then they like swung at like the uh, the tigers uh, the green tigers and they had a woe, oh really, kind of spelled out woe, that. that's cool. Um, I missed that one. That was those are again like a lot of like what I like about this season is like when they use like a lot of these texts. Right. And we saw that with the first episode with the, uh, what's it called, um, the life forms that, um, or the yeah. people that Jack saved, where they communicate with their antennas, but it forms like words or oh, letters. Oh, yeah, yeah, the very first one. Yeah, in the very yeah. first episode of uh, season five. Or like the other one with um, Scaramouche, like there was like some weird, like, weird uh, lettering that it types. Like, again, like with the, the BAM, the BLAM, right. stuff like that, though. So, again, like it's kind of. Uh, interesting they, they incorporate a lot more text like in this season yeah it's true actually um, it's cool and I like that a lot again I like when text is being used kind of like right. as a, a stylistic choice not necessarily as like a you know as a narrative device or so but like more as like a stylism yeah. uh, stylistic choice um, so I did like that especially with I don't know like it just seems really weird that you have like, these random two tigers just have these letters yeah <laughs> and they have like these very subliminal message or very obvious subliminal message saying and kill samurai cool, jack it was a really cool style choice right exactly yeah, and yeah. again like that's why i liked it a lot more it was like more for style not necessarily like as like a uh, a narrative or as like yeah. a, a continuing thing again like it was just like hey, we're just gonna put this as a style choice and again like it was really cool it was well it was well done it wasn't right. uh overbearing or anything like that um but I did, yeah like i said i like those green tiger dudes uh I'm, I'm I'm sad that we didn't see him more. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, they they are cool, but like like many Samurai Jack villains and characters, it's kind of a single dose right. of them. But these are definitely some of the cooler ones. I thought uh, it would be kind of cool to see like I guess more prisoners, unless like the slug just ate them all or something. Yeah, I thought that would have been cool too. Or bodies or anything yeah. like that. Or yeah. even like a chance to see like older characters. You know, and they're bounty hunters or bounty something. Bounty hunters in there, yeah. they got caught or they something. Caught, yeah, like, doing different things. Um, it was just kind of weird. Just add to like the lore. Right. It was yeah. just kind of weird. That it was just like by themselves. Um, and I didn't, I didn't appreciate the payoff a lot, like the payoff of just like them making out. You didn't? Oh no, I did. Oh, I did too. Yeah, for just sure. Just like, like again, like this was the energy. Like this was. Are you all, a? Are you a shipper? I mean, it's already done. So. Were, were you? Were you a shipper? I guess so. I mean, yeah. again, like I, I, I figured it was gonna happen. For sure. Uh, you know, heterosexual <laughs> couple, <Exactly. laughs> especially like in uh, what's it called, the Samurai Jack, like into like a, an introduce or so. Um, yeah. And they're both badass, so like how right. can that happen? So I really liked the um, and this was mentioned in like the trivia part of the wiki, but I'd been thinking about it before while I was watching the like resemblance to Alien. Yeah, yeah resemblance just, like, to being Alien, lost yeah. in this ship and being chased by this creature, and even when they went into the room with the whole arsenal. I really wish there was a part of me that wished that Jack would take up his newly, uh, his new love for like guns and take some of oh, the just blasters out. I was hoping that like Ashi would do that. Yeah, actually. Ashi would do it uh, too. Ashi would just grab like a lot of weapons yeah. and just like start like just blast away, blast just like, like blast away or something like missiles. that. I thought it was gonna be Ashi because Jack all he just had was this little like yeah the little Roomba, right. Roomba, the Roomba, and then just like oh, <laughs> like but, really awkward about it too. 
But speaking of that fight, or maybe the the earlier fight with the Tigers, what was your... Did you have a hit of the episode? Um, I guess the hit of the episode was the uh, <coughs> when Ashi was grabbing like the glass, yeah, and just started like swinging or yeah. not throwing, but throwing like I guess like stars at yeah. the slugs. I thought that was really cool too. Um, I thought it was just like cool, like how she's like, she's like not afraid to like uh, go into the moment and right. use whatever needs to do because she doesn't carry a weapon with her. She doesn't. No. Um, so she either uses, like, again, like, anything that she can find. So, like, these glass shards or, right. like, uh, again, like, a weapon or even just, like, her fists. And, like, she's that fist of fury for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but I did like that one a lot. What was yours? Um, I actually liked when he was fighting the um, slug beast with his sword. Just pretty much that whole fight because the first time we see the him first time? with the sword yeah. again. You know, so it was just cool to see him that with the true, yeah. blast from the past yeah. kind of situation. But also during the tiger fight, they they have a cool double punch that they both do. Was that I the think one it's like they the touch? first one. Yeah, that was, that was the one they touch, right? Right. Like uh, very, very, like slightly. Yeah. yeah. And the image was was pretty cool. Um, I really appreciated that. I did like uh, the other one was where <clears throat> Ashi just like I guess swung over Jack. Yeah. And that was like again like those kind of like those double team fights where. Uh, we seen and we seen that kind of before with um, other characters where Jack and uh, what is his name, the Scotsman, right? Like the double team fights and stuff like that. It happens. Um, who? Oh, real quick before uh, what is it? The the cast and crew, of course, of the episode. But this episode was written by, of course, Gandhi. Right. And it looks like he was written story and directed, uh, storyboarded yeah. and directed by uh, Gandhi. And then, um, as well as like what we've seen before, like a lot more voice actors. This one only had three. In yeah. which case, uh, kind of like that return to kind of like as like little characters as possible. Right. But we do have like Phil Lamar as Jack, of course, Tara Strong as Ashi, and there's the computer voice. Right. And then um, Billy West, who of course like are re- uh, reuniting between uh, Phil Lamar and uh, Billy West from Futurama. Yeah. But he was the walrus merchant, and then the tiger man, the yeah. one that was like, pardon me. <laughs> he actually delivered my favorite line of the episode, which was... Um... When the walrus man says, uh, uh, women, who understands them, yeah? <laughs> in his, yeah, he's in his Zoidberg voice. In his Zoidberg voice. Yeah. Um, mine was, uh, the one where actually, so they were running away. Yeah. Or not running, but they were trying to find a way out, in which case they were trying to escape. And then Jack was just like, what, what, what madness is this? When yeah. they kind of like, shh. Speaking of Jack. My favorite, yeah. My favorite, like, so they were running, and then when they encounter kind of like that weird, um, huge space where like the random, like, these like machines or not machines, but I guess like structures and stuff like yeah. that, though, like kind of like the wide open space. And then Jack's like, What madness is this? And then Ashi just says, I choose this over whatever is chasing us. Yeah, <laughs> that was a really good one. Which is like, again, like something like, Yeah, I mean, I'd rather just be lost than right. be, try to get like eaten by these slugs or something like that. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, anything else? You m- oh, what other, uh, I guess, like, uh, trivia was this in this episode? Um, well, one that, you know, a blast from, from the past. I'm not sure how you how familiar you were with Woody Woodpecker, but the uh, Walrus Merchant resembles Wally Walrus from the Woody Woodpecker cartoons. Oh, I did not know that. And that was a pretty cool one. Um, 
uh, yeah, a, a reference to Ikra and Jack and how they were traveling through the desert at the beginning of their episode in the Jack and the Warrior Woman episode, so, similar to here. Yeah, this was like episode like five or something. And it's like, the only yeah. other one with like a romantic s- subplot. Right. Um, Ashi is the second girl to give Jack a kiss, the first being his childhood friend on the cheek when Jack was a kid from Jack Remembers the Past. Yes. Which is a long time. Yes, exactly. Of that. Uh, this is the first episode in season five without the classic ending of Will I Am rapping Gotta Get Back to the Past. It's replaced with uh, Dean Martin's Everybody Loves Somebody from 1965, which I thought was a cool touch to this episode. And I thought it was a very nice um, way of, of, of closing it out. Um, That's why, like, again, like, I, like, I feel like a lot of fans maybe weren't happy with this episode. Probably. And again, like, probably for the reason just like it felt maybe not necessarily to them, it may have felt forced. Sure. Or, I may have felt like kind of like ah, oh, of course, something yeah. like that, like uh, predictable. But I think you know, I think Jack deserves love. You know, yeah, for sure. Oh Why my not, gosh, right? fifty years. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other one that I saw was that I thought is just kind of like worth mentioning though. But uh, <laughs> Jack and Ashi's relationship developed inside of a literal ship. Yeah, that's a funny. Uh, <laughs> when you asked me about like if I, ship, if I if I ship them. Yep. Um, For those who don't know, shippers are um, a culture of people who are fans of certain relationships happening in TV shows or movies yeah. or media. And then, like, these are relationships that, like, may or may not happen. Yeah. Or a lot of times they don't happen. Who, who would you say are the most famous shippers outside of, well, I think the most famous shippers are probably Mulder and Scully. Mulder and Scully is one. Yeah. Um, uh, there's, a, there's a lot of them. Captain Picard and Bones. Really? Not Bones. Not Bones. Um, but, you're talking, but you're talking about that Bones one is another Beverly one too. Crusher. Yeah, Bones one's another oh, one. Oh yeah, in Bones, the yeah. show Bones. Um, yeah. There was a oh in Lost, the Jack and Kate. Really? Major oh yeah, shippers yeah. For that. yeah. I know that. Uh, that I guess the current ones are like uh, Kylo Ren and oh yeah Ray and Ray. I'm not so a shipper. You're not a shipper of that no. Kylo Ray or something. Kylo like Ray. I don't care. I'm a shipper of that. No. Okay. I think I'm more of a shipper just because. What is it? Not, I'm just. I just want to be a jerk to Perez right now at this point. You're agent of chaos. I'm <laughs> telling you. Agent of chaos. Uh, and then there's some really weird shippers out there too. I can't yeah. believe we're just talking about shippers right now. I know. On this, on <laughs> Let's this stop. Uh, we did talk about. Didn't we talk about? We're talking about shippers. Yeah. We As once. A, uh, we once entertained the idea of having a shippers podcast. A shippers podcast. <laughs> just dedicated to that, and then like the origins. Yeah, but um, we've quickly moved past that. Yeah, and again, like it. it the shippers, like, and there's actually like community, just like how. Um, as you're probably aware, uh, yeah. if you're listening to this epi- uh, this podcast, you might you're gonna be aware of fan fiction. Oh yeah. And like fan fiction, of course, it gets developed and written, and they have a lot of shipping material in there as well. Yeah. Um, it's pretty much all shippers. Yeah, it's pretty much all shippers. But I remember Perez told me it's like all fiction is fan fiction. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hold that to that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, anything. Oh, what other tribute that caught your eye? No, nothing else outside of that, man. Um, there's another one, I guess. It's kind of a small one, but a uh, scene where Jack tries to operate the machine by clicking a single button and then stubbornly pressing multiple times out of failure is a reference to Dexter's Lab. Mm. Where the oh, show's yeah. intro had Dexter do the same thing. So, but again, can be a, Dexter's Lab is a, 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 a Gendy uh, produ- production. Yeah. Uh, it was created by him. Um, but yeah, outside of that, I think... Um, yeah, it was a very... You know, it, the episode is there for Jack and Ashi to get together. And uh, it's probably a controversial, probably the most controversial episode of the season. I don't know about controversial. I think it or divisive, probably the most divisive episode. Divisive, of the season. maybe. Yeah. Um, again, I 
we haven't really read any reviews, but I can I can tell like this episode yeah. would be one that's just like for most people or for people to be like, I don't know, eh, exactly. It's predictable or something like that. Though. Yeah. And again, like hey, sometimes you like there's definitely gonna be predictability. Yeah. Uh, not every show has to have like a plot twist or anything like that. It's very true. Um, uh, especially because the entire episode is dedicated to that. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Um. But yeah, like, what are we, uh, I guess, like, for that episode, like, again, like, I thought it was a pretty good episode. Again, like, it, it did what it needed to do. It developed the relationship between Jack and um, Ashi. And, um, again, like, continue that, like, kind of theme into, like, what, like, the ne- last two episodes that we have for. Yeah, I know. So, like, what do we have, like, for, like, the I'm last I'm actually up- interested to see how, you know, what direction this is going to go in and see, like, this relationship and and how it affects Jack's, um, uh, it original just purpose of going back to the past and destroying Aku. Exactly. So what do we have I guess for like episode 9 then or Uh, what is it? Uh, 100. Or C. Or C. Yeah. Roman numeral C. Roman numeral C. Uh, Samurai Jack's worst fear is realized when he faces off against Aku and the demon makes a shocking discovery about Ashi that puts her in grave danger. Dun, dun, dun. Man. Grave danger. Whoa. So let's see where this takes us, huh? Gosh. I'm excited. We're gonna feel very about excited. That. I don't know. I don't know, but that's like the second to last. It feels like a two-parter. Yeah, because it looks like they're gonna fight Aku. Yeah. So it's like it's gonna be a two-parter. Oh, well, uh, as in like the nine and the ten. We'll see. Being very like continuous with each other. Yeah, I I haven't seen past episode eight. I think Eric may have. Yeah, I've seen it. I see past. I sneak past. It. I uh, I watched so I watched it and then I watched it again. Okay. To like so I watched it for fun and yeah. then I watched it again for like to for like, business for business for for notes for note taking. I dig it. Um, um, but yeah, I'm excited for that. Let's see. Um, I get I you know I I still miss Bearded Jack. I wish there, I wish we had more of him, but I guess we did get eight episodes actually, or since, seven and a half since episodes. We're, we're on the little Jack. topic. Yeah. I didn't like that. Uh, what's it called? I don't know. That's a weird continuity that he just becomes clean shaven. Really. I think it was kind of like, you know, he just embodies that older Jack spirit again. And I think that was part of the magic. I guess. I just didn't yeah, like that. I didn't like it too much either. I, I just, but, I wish it was like, I don't know. Or maybe like an evolved version of that. Like I would, or maybe like a more clean cut bearded Jack. Like if he wants to bring the top knot back and maybe the gi. No, I wanted him to do it himself. Just the only thing himself. He, the only thing he gets is a sword. Sword. And that's it. And then he's just like, all right, now you gotta get all your stuff back. Maybe. Cause I really, I really like. Maybe him. it has powers like uh, similar to how um, He Man's sword. He Man's sword, probably. Yeah. yeah, and then just transform him. Just and that explains how he gets all this new clothes all the I time. I just, oh, it's just like. Uh, he just has to like scream like ah, and yeah. hold the sword up, and he gets all this new gi. And I gear. just, I just really like the. Uh, I really like his like old armor. I mean, that was his armor from like season. I'm sorry, yeah. from episode one. I do want to see more of that. With the armor or, like, the beard. Right. Just the whole getup. And then, of course, like... The, min- the minigun? That's not, like, necessarily his style. Or yeah. that shouldn't be his style just because it's, like, Samurai Jack. <coughs> but I did like that kind of, like, different take on Jack. Right. Uh, maybe I'll ship that. <laughs> maybe I'll ship you somewhere. I'll ship you. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, anything else about no, this episode? No, that'll be it. Um, no, go, like I said, thank you guys for, again, listening to our podcast. Yeah. Uh, we definitely really appreciate that. Um... Again, uh, as far as like our shout-outs and our thanks, uh, thank you to the fans. Thank you to Municipal Vice for creating the music content for our um, show. And then thank you to Victoria Alejandro Micah Studio for creating um, the image for us. Yep. Um, but anything else for us? Oh, uh, oh, yeah, I guess. How can they contact us? Oh, they can contact us through um, foolishsamuraipodcast at gmail.com or foolishsamuraip on Twitter. Ooh. Yeah, we want to give out uh, f- 
fan of the show James Dew of Australia. He contacted us recently. You know, oh, yeah, and, he did. And and I, I think that was uh, very mm-hmm. cool. So thank you. That just goes to show that you know we're waiting for to hear from you guys, and we'd be excited to hear from you. Thank you, James Dew of Australia. Uh, <coughs> of Australia. Australia, right? Yeah. Whoa, we have a listener in Australia. <laughs> we have a lot of listeners in Australia. Um, Actually, um, in the last seven days, uh, the United States, Japan, and Australia were the top three countries. Yeah. Yeah, and Richmond, Indiana, has been a new, but um, top city. What? Has been a new top city, but they've been on the on the map last few weeks, and as well as uh, you know, regular Miami, Florida, which we're very proud of as well. And then Ashburn, Virginia, I think is another new one that we've we've gotten some fans from there. So what the world? That's a weird. Uh, only not weird, but. Usually it's we would new. see like Chicago. Yeah, we usually see a lot of Chicago and like Chicago suburbs. Yeah, but obviously because we're from there. And California. <laughs> but yeah, it's kind of cool it's to exciting. see. I guess like I guess like a very uh, different uh, cities hopefully up there. Hopefully you guys like what you what you hear. Yeah, and then hopefully you continue to listen to us. Yeah. Um, and then again, like we are nearing the end. Yeah. Um, like Jack, I guess. And then we'll be uh, figuring out what's next, like Jack, I guess too. Yeah, exactly. Or we'll see what happens, but. Uh, again, thank you guys for listening to. But my name is Eric Perez. You have a good one. And I'm Perez Ramirez. Have a great experience. Bye.